Hello. If you're able to, please close your eyes. Take a deep breath in. And a deep breath out. Relax your shoulders. And clench your jaw. Take another deep breath in. And another breath out. You can open your eyes now. My name is David and welcome to Mindful Moments. How are you today? I hope you're well. Welcome to the second episode of 2024. We're at the beginning of January still. And if you listened to last week's episode, you'll remember me saying that sometimes it feels like we need to start the year. Start the year off as we mean to go on. We need to hit the ground running and we need to start at a very fast pace and keep these going from there. But sometimes it actually makes more sense to enter the year slowly, to survey the new terrain and decide what the best course of action is from there. And I'm very firmly in the latter camp this year. I've entered this year very gradually, very slowly. Initially, I was saying, I don't think I'm quite in the swing of things yet, but I've actually changed my language around that. And I'm saying that I'm taking things slowly and giving things time because clearly that's what I need right now. It's taking me a while to warm up, but I'm doing my best to be fine with that. A couple of weeks ago, or rather, no, just this week. Well, I really am taking my time because this week feels like it's taken a long time. <laughs> Literally this week, I asked everybody to give me book recommendations on my Instagram. As you'll know, if you listen to this podcast for a while, I'm a very avid reader. I love to read. And I wanted to make a reading list. I wanted to put a reading list together for our community. And I've asked everyone for their reading recommendations. I'm going to post that list on Instagram on Wednesday, the 10th of January. So two days after this episode, I'll be posting it. And then if you're listening to this episode after that, in retrospect, you can go back and find it. 10th of January is when I'll post that reading list. And as I'm looking through the titles and descriptions of the books that have been recommended to me, I'm finding myself very drawn to books that have to do with healing, peace, love, and subjects around that kind of, yeah, books around that subject matter. And that's quite interesting to me. Again, taking this time to kind of ease into the year means that I'm really trying to figure myself out, actually, in a lot of ways. A lot of years I kind of enter knowing, right, I want this, this, and this out of this year. But for me, this year feels a little bit like I'm at a stage now where I need to figure myself out again. I feel like life tends to go in cycles a lot of the time, especially when you do certain things. You start a new thing, you might not be the best at it. You work at it, you work yourself to a point of confidence, then you work your point yourself to a point of second nature. And then once something becomes second nature, you start something new and start that cycle over again. And I feel like towards the latter stage of last year, I got towards the stage of second nature with all the things I was doing. Oh, sorry, actually, you get to second nature, then after that you get to tiredness. Hopefully not exhaustion, but tiredness, fatigue, where you're kind of ready to stop, take a break and then pick up new things. 
And I definitely got to the fatigue stage by the end of next year. I was very happy with everything I accomplished last year. Pushed myself super hard all last year as well. I kind of squeezed every drop out of everything the whole year, which was really fantastic. Reaped its dividends personally and professionally. But I really don't want to tackle this year like that. I don't think, well, I don't really have that in me. And it wouldn't be good for me to go about this year like that. I'm getting many signs from my surroundings, from my body, that that's not what I need this year. I need something slightly gentler. So essentially, January, I'm really trying to figure things out. And that could be quite difficult, especially at a stage like this, because at the beginning of a new year, it can really seem like everybody knows what they're doing if you don't. That's really what I want to talk about today. The one theme that's going to continue throughout my year, and that's something that I value throughout my life, is running my own race, doing my own thing, doing what's best for me, no matter what. No matter what it looks like to other people and no matter what other people are doing, how what other people are doing makes me feel. There we go. I hope I phrased that well enough. Running your own race, doing your own thing, doing what's best for you, no matter what. That's what I want to talk about today because that is a principle I'm going to have to return to over and over again this year because as I said, I've realized that this year is going to look slightly different for me. When... When other people are doing things that are different to you and the things that other people are doing are objectively good and working for them, it can be very hard to stick to the things that you know are good for you. So example, last year, I worked super hard on my fitness. I pushed my fitness all the time, every day. I did the 75 hard, obviously. After that, I was working out once a day, every single day. I closed my Apple Watch rings every single day. And I've started this year in real need of rest. My body has told me that I need to rest. So this first week of January, I haven't been to the gym at all. You have to go back to definitely early 2022, maybe even 2021, to find a full week, seven days, where I didn't go to the gym once. Which again, indicates that it's probably a good time, probably time for me to take a rest, for me to take a break. But also means that this feels quite alien to me. I'm still exercising, I'm going on walks and doing some stretching, but taking a flat out rest feels quite strange to me. Yeah, I know it's completely the correct decision. Every day I wake up and I feel better for having rested the previous day. So I know I'm doing the right thing right now. However, when I open Instagram, when I open my socials, when I open TikTok, look at my algorithm, all I'm seeing are people absolutely crushing their fitness goals getting 2024 off to a flyer. People are training for marathons. I've had in the double figures of people message me telling me they're starting 75 hard, which is a really good time to start beginning of the year. I feel like that sets you off really amazingly. And that's completely different to what's good for me. Yet I see all of this and I want to do it and feel like what I'm doing is wrong. And it can be very hard. It can be really hard to look at other people doing something that's objectively good and stick to what you're doing because what you're doing is different and is good for you. But that's really something I need to do. I need to stick to doing what's good for me. That's the last two words of that sentence that are most important for me. Highlight it, underline it three times. What's good for me? Running my own race 
is the biggest favor I can do to myself and to everybody else. It protects me from resentment and is the best possible path to contentment. There's something wonderful about making your own decisions for yourself and being able to stand by them, no matter what they look like to somebody else. When you make decisions to please other people or you make decisions because of fear or anxiety or to compare yourself or you've been comparing yourself to other people, if you make decisions on those ba- on, on that basis and things don't work out as you wanted them to, there's a real hollowness to that because you didn't even stay true to yourself when you were making the decisions or when you were doing those things and you didn't even end up getting what you wanted out of it. Even if you do get what you thought you wanted out of it, that can feel really hollow too because you know really and truly your decisions weren't of you. But it can be very difficult. It can be very difficult to look at other people, do things that are objectively good, to see what other people have and what other people are doing and to continue to listen to your internal voice throughout all of that. Especially because you don't just have one internal voice. You don't just have one internal voice at one time. At one time, I might know that rest is really good for me. Then I might wake up tomorrow, feel a little bit better. I really want to exercise. There's a voice telling me, just go just go and exercise, just do it. You rested yesterday, it's absolutely fine. Even though I'd agreed with myself, I'm going to rest for a week. On Thursday, you wake up and you think, hmm, I could do some exercise. And it's hard to stick to what you originally planned for yourself. It's hard to listen to the voice in your head that has the greater perspective in mind. But what I need to keep returning to and what I do keep returning to Running my own race is the biggest favor I can do myself and I can do everyone else. It protects me from resentment and it's the best possible path to contentment. What's right for me could be completely different to what's right for somebody else. And what I do and what somebody else does could be objectively good, could be objectively fantastic. We just have different circumstances to work with right now. That's where comparison can be so difficult. And as I said, a lot of these comparisons that I'm having is when I go on social media. Instagram, for example, is really, at the moment, Instagram and TikTok, actually, a lot. I get a lot of stuff about productivity, about pushing yourself to your limits, all that kind of stuff, which when I'm in the right headspace is fantastic. But when I'm not in the right headspace, it can be really bad for me. And I think that's the thing. When we use our social media, when we compare ourselves to other people, it's not a bad thing to do any of those things. It's not bad to use social media. It's not bad to compare yourself to other people in order to motivate yourself or look at somebody's example to push yourself and think, yep, if they can do it, I can do it too. It's not bad to be inspired by people. But when things start to become counterproductive, we do have a responsibility. Comparison comes with a concomitant responsibility. If you compare yourself for inspiration, You have to know when that crosses the line and it becomes debilitating to you to look at somebody do a certain thing. When you start to view them not as inspiration, but as a standard that you can't possibly reach or as something you have to do, or you see the things that they do and you envy them because it's no longer inspiring you, it's putting you down. And that's the responsibility I'm really trying to take very, very seriously at this time. Knowing that what's good for me is quite different to what a lot of people seem to be doing. And that's the key word as well, seem to be doing. Knowing that what I need to do for myself is quite different from that. I need to adjust my habits accordingly. Greatly reduce my screen time this week. And I think I'll continue to do that. I'm doing a lot more reading than I am being on social media. 
I'm trying to focus on other things and really focus on the things that I need to do. And although I still feel uneasy, although it still feels difficult to approach the start of this new year in a different way to what I'm used to and to what it seems like other people are doing, I know that it's right for me. I know that it's good for me. And I'm maintaining perspective over the bigger picture. One of the things I think that's really bothering me or making me feel anxious is when you hit the ground running or when you start something well, the latter stages are always much easier. If I start this year and I'm already smashing the gym and I'm working super hard at all my work and I'm doing, and I feel like I'm doing great, it makes me feel easier or it would make me feel easier about what's to come in the latter stages of this year. I feel like if I started well, it's easier to finish well and I'm setting myself up for success later. Setting yourself up for success later implies that if I don't do something now, then I'm not setting myself up later. I'm making my job, my life harder in the latter stages of this year. And that's something that's making me anxious. It is, but it's not true. In fact, I am setting myself up for success later in the year. It just doesn't feel like it because what I'm doing isn't, doesn't feel active enough. Rest doesn't feel active enough. But as I said, rest is part of the cycle. So it has to be done. I have to do it. Not only that, we never know the future. If anxiety for the future was a reason for me not to do what's good for myself now, I'd probably never do what's good for myself because the future can always make us anxious. We're never going to know exactly what's coming. So again, maintaining perspective of the biggest picture, of the bigger picture, sorry, and having faith and trusting in myself and knowing that even if I'm not starting this year in the way that I would have thought I wanted to or in the way that I would have assumed I would be, I'm still doing the right things for myself. And no matter what it looks like or what it feels like rather when I see what other people are doing, I need to remember that I'm doing these things for myself. What somebody else is doing has nothing to do with me. It's nice to see what other people are doing, but it's for observation. It's to look at, it's to enjoy. At the moment, it's not inspiring me. It's making me feel worse. So if I need to take a break from it, I absolutely should and I absolutely will. On top of that, it's quite interesting. I mean, I'm thinking all of these things and going through these emotions. And some people could be looking at me and thinking, he started the new year in this way. Maybe I should be doing more of this. And that's the thing with comparison. We just go round and round and nobody ever knows what anyone's truly thinking. And everybody's always thinking about other people. So really and truly, again, it serves us best to do what's right for ourselves because then we can set the most true and authentic examples for other people. That's why I'm really grateful that I get to say on this platform, say on this podcast, my own podcast, that I'm feeling uneasy, I'm feeling anxious and I'm feeling tired. That is, those aren't the ideal circumstances under which to start a new year, but here we are, that's what it is. So I just need to do what's best for myself for that time. And I'm really hoping that in sharing that, it makes me feel more comfortable to do the things that I need to do. And to be honest, one of the big things that I got out of last year in terms of being disciplined and being consistent is that I know I can trust myself to do what's right for me, even if sometimes that feels difficult. I've shown it to myself in terms of exercise, in terms of the gym, in terms of physical challenges. And now I need to show it to myself in terms of the mental challenges that I'm facing at the moment and in terms of my emotions. I need to be good to myself. I need to take care of myself. I need to be gentle with myself. Pushing myself or doing things out of 
I don't know, more intense. You can do this, you've got this, you have to go and get out and do this and make it happen. That kind of tactic works at a time, but right now that's not the tactic I need. Right now I need to give myself time. I need to trust myself. I need to believe that even if it feels like I'm not moving forwards, that being here is absolutely fine. I'm allowed to sit here for a second. I'm allowed to just let things move around me, to occupy the space I'm in, rest, recover, and figure things out. So, that's how my new year started. I hope your new year started great as well. And I really hope that throughout this new year, we can all find a way to feel good running our own race. We can do our own thing, take care of ourselves, remember the bigger picture, and not feel pressure or a need to do the things other people are doing. That we remember why we've chosen to do the things that we're doing and that we know better than anyone what's good for us. We deserve to trust ourselves. I trust myself. Thank you so much for listening this week. This is one that I really needed. I really needed to express these thoughts. I really, really appreciate you listening as always. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. And whatever you're doing this week, I hope you have a wonderful one.